0: Hi, and welcome to Unwind With Us, Soulful Conversations with Sahai. Here is where you'll find open and honest conversations about, well, life. My name is Sahai, and by no means am I an expert at life. But I do happen to know that there are a lot of people with stories to tell, and those stories are filled with lots of opportunities for growth. So however you found yourself here, I'm glad you're on this journey with me.
1: Different chapters I have with different people, so then I'm thinking, mm, we're all in the same book, but we just have different fonts. And I'm like, that can be so hard to navigate with so many different chapters and so many different people's like within your engagement and in your life. And I'm just like, mm, that could be hard to read. You can't really read scenarios, you don't know what's going
2: on. That's my thought process. Yeah. Thanks for writing. That yeah, it was a long journey.
0: <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. 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 Welcome to Unwind with us. <laughs> my name is Sai, and I'm so happy that you were able to join us tonight. I am here with my friends, Jonna, Tess, and... Yeah, oh my gosh, Iris and Tess? <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. So <laughs> it's all fun. love. You
2: love you so much. <laughs> so, sorry, it happens all the time. It actually fun. does happen all the
0: yeah, time. It does. I think I met you as Tess yeah. and Iris. Probably. You... Anyway... <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We are here. Our topic for today is going to be, um, is youth wasted on the young? Is youth wasted on the young? Now, I'm not even going to lie. When I told them that was going to be the title, it was met with like 50-50. 50% were like, yeah. 50% were like, what does that even mean? So <laughs> the origin of this, the origin of this podcast is that I have three amazing friends here. There are three women that are amazing women that I have Um, come really close to and have journeyed through this life with me Um, but they are also very very young and for me I know that was a little bit different and um, I know it is not traditional and it was uncomfortable at first being able to say things like these are my friends who are half my age and less than half my age and um, I found incredible value there and I thought it would be fun to bring them on the show introduce them to you and then kind of have a dialogue so that being said, we'll start with you, Jonna. Jonna, would you like to tell our people
3: a little bit about Hi you? <laughs> um, I'm Jonna. I'm the youngest, right? <laughs> the baby. Um, I'm currently in school to be a forensic psychologist. Um, I was living in Georgia. I'm back right now for a little bit before I leave and move to Arizona at the end of November. I'm the baby of two sisters, and then I have lovely additional brothers. Ten nieces and nephews. We're all over the place. We're just going through life.
0: I bet you that ten nieces and nephews has something to do with why you're so wise. (laughs) And then we have Iris. Iris, would you like to tell a little bit about yourself?
2: Um, I'm a graduate of Grandview. I just graduated six months ago. Um, And I work at Lutheran Church of Hope, um, kind of everywhere. You know, with the babies, hanging out with the kids, <laughs> yeah. and just chilling with them. Um, I'm technically a middle child on both of my sides of, like, my family. I have two younger siblings, two older siblings. Or, sorry, three younger siblings, two older siblings. It's hard to keep track of sometimes. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're mm-hmm. just vibing.
0: <laughs> and then, would you like to tell a little bit about yourself, Miss Seth? I'm starting with education, so
1: I'll go there. Okay. I go to Drake. I graduate in five weeks and then I have some pursuits that are in the workings that I'm excited for in terms of a career but my degree is in elementary education with emphasis with endorsements in special education and psychology so that's like a fun way of navigating the world of like looking at behaviors I think that's one of my driving forces into like how I navigate life now um then we'll cover the we'll cover the family background (laughs) technically i'm one of eight well that wasn't until two years ago so that's a fun little new mixture of six new additional friends um but i'm excited to
0: be here so thank you (laughs) of course well okay so what i'm interested in is and what i've kind of shared with them is that i grew up in a time where um children were more seen not hurt right and we had a lot to learn from older people, um, our, our older village around us. And um, it, was a, it was an interesting time. I think we learned a lot. But what I think happened is that I, without understanding or realizing, realizing it even maybe discredited people that were younger than me because of how I grew up. And I think that was interesting because um, I met you first, Cyrus, we worked together and um, I was explaining earlier before the podcast, Iris and I worked together. I became um, a lead into the room where she was working. And I knew that it was important for us to have a good relationship to work together. And so, and I also knew that Iris was not necessarily jumping to open up with me. (laughs) It was not like. She, I am very much so like, hi, what's your name? Let's be friends. She's like, let me see who you are. Let me get to know you before I'm your friend. (laughs) And what I found is that in opening up to her, she opened up back to me. Well, then I found that I wanted to open up more to her, and then she wanted to open up more to me, and then fast forward, now, today, she's probably one of my closest friends. And so, I want to kind of start there. What was it that um, you felt like made it safe or made it comfortable for you to just open up to me, because I am 44, and how old are you? 23. And at the time, I must have been 41, and you must have been, we celebrated your 21st birthday together, Mm -hmm. so you were 20.
2: Yeah, because you made me the cake with
0: the Barbie on
2: it. (laughs) She was all.
0: Yeah, we made, actually, it was um, Tess and I, right? Mm -hmm. Yes? I made a cheesecake, but you made a Barbie cake so we put um this is so inappropriate if you work at the church just know <laughs> that like god forgives and we are human no i remember <laughs> this yes so we put barbies drunken barbies on the cake so we took barbies <laughs> and like made their clothes mishap and threw some like shot glasses that she obviously would not drink until after work but we put them on the cake anyway <laughs> And as a surpriser, which is kind of fun because you work in a church and you don't expect to get a cake with shot glasses on it for your 21st birthday. (laughs) So, would you like to kind of talk about how you experienced Mm -hmm. me when Mm -hmm. we kind of started working together? And what made you feel like you wanted to um, cross beyond even that friendship, working together, volunteering to become my friend?
2: Well, I'm going to start off by saying you're Sahai. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves Sahai. You know, Mm -hmm. you're sunshine. Walking sunshine. Thank you. And so I feel like because I am reserved, I'm very shy. But when you come in the room and you shine your light and you just talking you're just talking to me and you care about me, you know what I mean? You show genuine interest in me, that made me want to open up, you know? And then I was like, Oh, okay, you're not just another coworker. You're someone who wants to go out of their way and get to know me.
0: Okay. And so that's I mean Okay. I think that's where so I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go back in because I appreciate that, but I, I want to know kind of what is it though, then what made you feel comfortable going past the point of, okay, so she's high, but like, okay, I feel like I can tell her things and I'm, I can listen to her, what she says, because what boggles me about all three of you is that my daughter is 21, 20, turning 21, right? And so our relationship and, and how she's able to receive me is very different than how three of you have been able to receive me. And so I'm kinda of curious about that. So I'll start with you, I want to go mm-hmm. to you, then Tessa, because you entered in at that point and then Johnny, you entered in lastly, which is how the whole dynamic <laughs> friendship dynamic worked.
2: Um I think that you're a very wise person, you know, to get advice from. And um I think that a lot of the days that maybe I would come in um, to the room that we were working with each other in, and I was maybe not having a good day, and I needed someone to talk to. You were there, you know, you're there to listen and not always give advice, you know, just there to listen and mm-hmm. just soak it in with me. And if I'm feeling sad, okay, we can feel that, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I think there's beauty, there's beauty in that.
0: Yeah, I love what you said, I think that's um, super pertinent. So, what I hear you saying is that it was. Also, just the, the listening, mm-hmm. just like having somebody to just kind of go through life with you. I love that. What about for you? What, how did you experience me the first time? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I know you two, all three of you were friends, right? All three of you were friends first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I came into the picture as the newbie and I met you first. Well, we became close first. Mm-hmm. I think I did meet you first. Mm-hmm. And then we became close first. And then I met you second, I met you third. So tell me how you experienced me. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if you agree with this term, but, like, you are who you hang out with, and you are who you are surrounding yourself with. Mm -hmm. That being said, when it comes to picking friends, I'm very much so a calculated risks, kind of, like, individual. Mm -hmm. I really analyze the person, and I analyze their behaviors. That being said, if my friend vets you, like, oh, I probably have a good reason to believe that you're a good person. And she's like, no, I love Sahai. She's like, I have a profound love for her and she is like my work wife.
3: And I was like, wait, work wife.
1: Okay, she has a, a, a work
2: wife?
0: Keep going. Oh, okay. So I so just wanted to make continue, sure. Because this went down and yes. I wanted to make sure it was so great. So then I said,
1: oh, well, if my friend rides with this person, like, I would love to explore their person. And I feel like every time you engage with a room or a task, you are met with just authentic love and, just openness, and for me, being open-minded and seeing someone drastically open that definition to a larger and more powerful, meaningful um, new term for me is really interesting. So I'm just like, oh, I see the way you engage with difficult tasks that maybe are mundane, but you make them so much more enticing and inspiring to do. And something for me that I'm like really working on now is mindset, so I'm just like, wow, the mindset of just having that positive, like, ah, like truly it is a lesson and a a blessing. So like, to me, it was your mind. Your mind is very captivating. And being able to explore your own ventures and obstacles has been really informative and humbling and nurturing. But to allowing your input of just like, hey, I'm open. Here's my vulnerability. I want you to learn from it. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. the teacher in you, I'm like, I love a lifelong learner, and I just see so much room for growth and striving, and I just see, like, the determination in you, and it really is captivating, so.
0: Oh, (laughs) so I think it's super interesting with you, because um, what you guys don't, wouldn't know, is that one thing Tess always says to me is she compliments um, the way that I view life. Well, the interesting part about that is that what I love most about her is the way she views life, so I always find that interesting that that um, that we both kind of like the same things about each other, but they're very different. So tell me why, what it is about, I guess, so are you like that with other adults then? Yeah. When you run into other adults, you are eager to learn what they have to say and to listen to them? I feel like everyone has a story, everyone has truths, and being able to like listen to multiple perspectives
1: grows you as a person. So like, yes, I want to hear everyone, but then like you
3: said with the extent of like what made you want
1: to travel the world with creating a relationship that's post-professional and more intimate Mm -hmm. and I think like that too being said there's just certain characteristics about you that like seeing your work ethic too like yes I could like someone professionally but like seeing how they handle everything in life and like Like, truly, like, there's people that I've worked with where I'm like, yes, I respect you, I like you, I like working with you, but I don't see how your opinion or perspective would help me grow Mm. outside of this. So I feel like seeing you as, like, an ever-flowing water source of, like, consistent growth within yourself makes me feel more optimistic in a friendship, because I see your continual strive to better yourself, so you're going to better people around you, and you do. So,
0: Chelsea, yeah, why they're my friends? <laughs> do you see that? Like, who speaks life Thank into you. people like that? <laughs> Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Proof of thought. But that being said, it is super simple for that. Like, watch me replay that a <laughs> few times. That being said, so then there's Jana. So Jana by far is the youngest of the group. She is the baby, and when I met you, Jana, you were still in high school. I was. And so. <laughs> In my mind, when I was in high school, I was 100% boy crazy. 100% boy crazy. I was ready to get married. I was ready to find my husband, have my best friends, live in my little house with the picket fence, right? And the yeah. 2.5 kids. 2.5, right? Not 2.5, 2.5. I wanted 100. But yeah, that was like <laughs> going to be my life, right? Um, and so what I was not thinking about was that anybody else was smarter than the plan. That I had already set for, so what I was not open to, I was not nearly as wise as you two, and it blows me away with you two, um, that you were open to it, but there's a part that of me that can understand it because you had experienced a little bit of life, not a lot, not not enough life that I would have listened, but a little bit of life, whereas, you were in high school, and very much so coming, choosing to come hang out with me, and choosing to come hang out with us as a tri quadructa. what would that be? I don't know. I don't know what that would be. We have a, something like that. She's the smart one, if that is right. (laughs) She's the smart one. Um, We do, we live life together. We go camping together, we hang out together. We've done bonfires, you know, in the backyard. We do cookouts. We, not cookouts, we're cooking together. We live life together. Um, but again, when I was your age, when I met you, I would have had no time for somebody in their forties. And so I'm awfully curious
3: about your perspective as well. I don't know. I don't think that when we met, I remember I came into work and you were just there and I was (laughs) like, this she is happy to be here for real (laughs) because I'm coming to work take care of babies but you were happy to be there and i was like wow okay so then i went and then i talked to iverson and they had already known me by that point but i still was like yeah okay she's still very very
0: happy <laughs> i on, I want to pause jonna was also the last one to warm up with me oh warm up to me too so,
3: <laughs> so. yes it was very ha- i just couldn't i don't know it was so powerful i just couldn't quite understand it because not that I wasn't happy, it just wasn't showcased in the same ways. So when I seen it, it was just at first like a, whoa, I don't know how to feel about this, this is a lot, <laughs> And so it, it took time, but I mean, I kept coming because I seen you were genuine. They liked you, I trusted them and I trusted the people that they were around. And, I, and even if I didn't trust the people they were around, I trusted them to tell me the truth about the people mm-hmm. they were around. And so I had the truth about you And so then that, plus your powerful, just happiness and genuineness, like, it just grew. And then I didn't have a problem being around, and then slowly we started to say things to each other and stuff. And then I was like, okay, wait, we got a connection here. Mm -hmm. Like, not that we didn't have one, but we just, on a different aspect of life, Mm -hmm. we had a deeper connection. And once we got to that point, it was like, okay, yeah, this is my girl. So then, yeah put me in the baby room and listen
0: by so I love that so much. So what I think is really like cool about you three is that I feel like, um, I think I feel like in life you blink and then you're older than you realize. And so I feel like is, I feel like in my heart, I'm still in my twenties. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I know conceptually, log- conceptually <laughs> logically, <laughs> physically, I am 44 years old. Um, but I would have been so much better off if I had. I, mean, I would have. I would have been so much better off if I had, even taken the time to listen to somebody else. I know there was always a part of my brain that always thought that I was right and that I knew best. And so I'm curious how you guys navigate that because I've seen all three of you through, just different, different areas. I've never met somebody trying to navigate you know a sense of purity culture which you definitely try to do Um, don't get me wrong she's a college student through and through she is (laughs) but she also has a way about her that is trying to you know that I think is just beautiful and I don't see that in today's society at all just in discernment Um, I think I just think that you guys have such amazing ways about you Um, you're an artist should we take a second yeah. okay <laughs> just take a second <laughs> you are an incredible artist and i feel like um, when you put yourself out there that is a terrifying thing and for me i would want to protect myself um and that would look like maybe not always being open to people and what they have to say and their criticism and i know you and i have had deep conversations where i've told you kind of my perspective and my experience and you've chosen to go in the opposite direction but you've also respected it and thought it through and that is i think super powerful like i think I've, I've seen that actually out of i think all three of you guys and so i just am curious as to how you guys are able to hold that tension and still like be my friend and not feel judged and still be like transparent tell me about kind of that that area that's what i want to kind of sit in because i think that's super I think that's what the world can grow from. Because what I guess I haven't said yet either is that they are being super flattering on me and and my personality. And I thank you all for that. I do, but what they're not saying and what I'm not saying is that they too have been that for me. So when I have had tough situations, um, I can tell you Tess has been one of those people like I explained to Melody in the beginning that knocks the lies out. So when I say, I'm feeling this. Tess is the first one to be like, but you're not that, so stop thinking that. Stop saying that, get that out your head, that's not who you are. Um, so I just, you know, I wanna live in this space of, of how you guys have just exponentially added value to my life, and the advice that you give, and the ways that you've combated the warfare that I have spiritually, um, and in the ways that you've made me think and reevaluate even relationships with people right and then you guys are saying all these flattering things about me and so there's just been this beautiful dynamic that is here and that's what i want to lean into because i think the world would do so much better if they wouldn't look at younger people as invaluable instead understand that you are both valuable and growing just like i am valuable and growing and i don't think there should be a difference why do you think that difference is there that kind of that younger people don't have value
3: i think because a lot of they're done growing once they hit their goals, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're young, you haven't hit your goals, so you're still growing. Mm -hmm. And so people don't really see you as grown. They don't see grown until you have hit, you know, a standard or a societal, you know, stereotype or whatever the case may be. But in that sense, even when you meet those goals, does that mean your life stops? That's why a lot of people stop Mm -hmm. living at the age of 35. I have kids, I have a husband, I have a life. That's fine, that means you completed that aspect of your life, so what are your new goals? Are you gonna pour into yourself? Or are you gonna pour into something else?
0: And so I think that's why we're not
3: deemed as valuable enough to take in because we don't have those outside structures built. But I don't think outside structures determine how a person is on the inside. Those outside structures are simply a reflection.
0: See why well, I didn't want you to talk to the podcaster? <laughs> rolling. <laughs> I think that's very true. That's a very, that's a very true statement. Take a sip of my wine. Speaking of, what are you guys drinking? Quilt.
3: Black Quilt. Oh.
2: Napa Valley Quilt. Yeah. Let me tell you why they don't
0: know. <laughs> because we bought this wine. They bought this wine over. Very cute. Black Girl Magic. And that bottle's gone. So then we moved on to bottle number two, <laughs> which I don't know where that is right it's now. Red <laughs> <bottles>. <laughs> oh, bottle number two. We're on to a, a red wine now. We actually are going to have dinner because we are friends and we do live life together. We're going to have dinner after this, so we're starting to get the palate early. So are you guys red wine drinkers or white wine drinkers typically? Or are you wine drinkers?
3: Wine, but I prefer white. I do. Do you? Red has to be a special occasion? Okay. Partially because we're growing, so my stomach doesn't always agree with it. <laughs> I love that.
2: I don't know. I feel like red wine is a taste. Absolutely you know? it is. And so I like white wine, especially like the Moscatos, because they're sweet. And <laughs> they taste like juice. <laughs> you know, you can just drink it down. Yeah, drink it down. <laughs> yes. Well,
0: I appreciate a Moscato. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <I> absolutely do. <laughs> it's
1: situational. Okay. There's a time
0: and there's a place
1: for everything. And sometimes it's like a little bubble bath. Well, it's not a bubble bath. Let's be for real. No bubbles. Bath, no, bath. <laughs> no bubbles in bath. Like, it's like a bath and a face mask and a hair mask. Red wine. Okay. But then it's like a um, clean up around the house. Do a little white wine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I expect no less from you. Actually, what's your preference? I am a red wine girl oh, through a through. I had to think about it. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I will, Moscato, but I had, okay, so to your point, it is a acquired taste, so I had done Moscatos and white wines for a very long time, and so I've done so many of them, the red wine is relatively new for me, I started that when I went to Fleming's more, when I was a manager at Fleming's, so, so now I'm a red wine fanatic, it's acquired, but it's, yeah.
2: Don't get me wrong, I think that red wine goes great. Like steak, <laughs> mashed
3: potatoes,
0: asparagus. <laughs> That's why we're having it. I think <laughs> red wine is just intense.
3: It in is every way. Like even like when people drink it, they feel a little more spicy Ooh. and sultry. It's just intense, we which is why I need a full meal. Spicy, sultry. <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
0: funny. Well, we'll test it later on today because we definitely are having uh, uh-huh. steak. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys think? Do you agree with Tana's assessment? Do you have anything to add with? why maybe young people aren't as valued as they should be.
2: Yeah, I want to add to that, because I like that um, you said, you know, it's like the state of arrival. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People think that they have arrived somewhere and assume that people who are younger than them haven't arrived
3: there, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm. And um, in some ways, yes, we haven't arrived because we still have a lot of learning to do, Mm -hmm. but based off of your, your background and how you grew up you know i think that sometimes people older people who are older do look down on us because they assume oh well you're young you don't know
0: nothing about nothing so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and you and i have been um we've worked together for many years three years now and we've been in situations where many times people have come to you and said things like oh well you're young oh well you know you have time, oh well you're this yeah, and I, and I know, it's because I know you when I hear that, I'm like, she's not as young as you think she is. So yeah, I would have to agree with that. What about you, do you have anything to add or do you kind of?
1: Adding to that, the know-all of being older and having practice and just like- Can I pause you for a second? Pause. Can you come back into the camp? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see,
2: I was getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
1: y'all are so cute, you <laughs> see? Um, okay. So when you have repetition and practice and exposure, you feel more confident in your abilities to have a response and to have more of a a pre-planned or like logical way of thinking when you are responding. That being said, maybe there's like the thought process of like your lack of ability to see multi-perspectives and that's why they're not taking young voices into account but then I'm thinking as if, if you are strengthening your youth and you are pouring into the education system of educating us to do so much. I feel like all three of us are very independent when it comes to our, our work life, our work ethic, our financial strides. I, we are very capable of providing for our own selves, mentally, spiritually, however it may look. So I just feel as if, if you equip the youth and you have faith in the youth and how um we are being educated you would have more confidence in us being able to have process of elimination in terms of like analyzing situations and just having like the deeper conceptualization of like understanding of how to navigate even with a plethora of options so I'm just like maybe our way of thinking or our mentality is different but I don't think that should negate that we too have a voice that might lend perspective Uh and like working in education I'm like baffled every day by children. I'm like, you give me so much confidence in the future. And I'm just like, if we, I just noticed so many moments where I'm like creating lessons. I'm like, this is gonna help you so much. Like if we strengthen this tool, like you are going to be so amazing in terms of your communication when you're my age. And I'm just like, mm, constantly pouring into them and being mindful of like who you engage with in society and in your community is something that is a large takeaway.
0: So let me ask you this then, because I think that first of well first I want to say, and I've said this to you guys all before, but I just, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill, this cross, whatever. It's interesting you say that because here's the thing about this side of life is that you don't ever arrive. So that right. place of waiting for you to arrive never happens. Cause to your point, once you do arrive, there's always a next. If you're growing, there's a next. And so it almost seems like then there becomes an onus on you then to be bold with your value and just know that you have value and not be afraid of that rejection, which would be wildly unnerving. How do you guys feel about that? Because I just, I wonder if there was a bold, if your generation was just bold, like I'm just going to not care and I'm going to assert my. You know, assert my voice so that you can hear. Right then, we almost—I think we would be so much better off because then there might there's going to be loud goinging stuff that you're going to say that we're going to be like that's dumb, right? That should say dumb. That's young. That's whatever. But there's going to be way more that said that's going to be like whoa that came from your brain that came from your brain that came from your brain why didn't it come from my brain right? But that's what like that's where it's rich. Why are you making that face? Go.
3: Okay, yes, go, go. See? I was going to say, no, it was about the prior. I do feel like the part of the youth not being taken seriously is because it's generationally induced. Mm-hmm. Right, we raise kids up to be adults, but we don't realize everybody matures differently. So you may have a 13-year-old who has a mindset of an adult, but because you as an adult think they are a child, you treat them as such. Yep. Yet you're raising them to be an adult. So how do you raise them to be an adult yet you treat them like a child? Right? Yeah. And so I feel like there are certain youth who don't know how to step into their adulthood because their parents didn't set them up to accept it. I raised you to be an adult, but to treat be treated like a child. And the mindset and treatment, just don't Did work. y'all hear that? Did you hear what she just said?
0: Trust that's gonna be a real
3: Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really, I just, I wanted to say that because Tess had brought up parents having trust in, the, well, just society having trust in the youth, but that ties into they have raised them to be adults who get treated like children. Mm-hmm. So if you are setting that up, you are naturally going to have that insecurity of them because you have that insecurity yourself or else you would allow their growth to be on their time mm-hmm. and on them and not upon what you think it
0: is. So what do you think um, the solution or a solution would be for people of my generation, for parents? Because part of that parenting part is uh, fear. Mm-hmm. Um, when you When you have a child, You hyper, I at least hyper focus on the things I was afraid of, and I know that that hyper focus of those things that I'm afraid of don't always allow me to see the growth on the outside, right? Because I only see this, which is part in part why I think this dynamic works because I'm you're not my child, yeah, you're not my child, you know. I can I love you and I can hyper focus on you here, but I also am okay because I can see everything else here because you're not my child, and so um, I think then that also begs to the onus of older people that are not your parents, that are not necessarily so involved, um, having responsibility there, right? Mm-hmm. To, um, so what do you think one thing, what what do you think adults could do that would make you feel heard, make you feel like, like, you, like we want to hear from you? Like you have valuable things to say, because you do. And this podcast alone, which, let me look, we're at 32 minutes, and we've not even brushed. We're about to wrap up, and we've not even brushed the you know, surface of um, the richness that you guys bring to my life. And I, I, you guys flattered me in <laughs> the beginning, but you guys, have, we've not even preached that. So please, what are some things you, that come to mind?
2: I guess, oh, sorry. Did you? Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like we could take it back to elementary school, golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated, because there are so many times where I'm working with someone who is older than me, or I'm with someone who is older than me, and you can tell like in the conversation that the person who like they're interacting with, you know, like they're getting talked to a little bit more differently than when the when when they shift the focus on you. It's like, oh how are you, and, you know, and it's just it's it's weird, you know, and I I don't feel treated the same like to what jonna said we're still being treated as kids just because we look young
0: you well know? and to your point when we work together in that dynamic mm-hmm. there were many many times you were grown like i said we just celebrated her 21st birthday there were many times where parents would come in and they would address me only mm-hmm. and even though i was the lead um i i might be on the other side of the room and you might be in front of their face and they would bypass you yeah. completely because they would assume yeah that you were young, and not only would they assume you, but they assume that the value you had to give them was less when you knew more about their kids sometimes than I did because of the nature of our jobs, right? In a certain day, so that's a very valid point. That's and we saw we see it, we currently see it mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we do have and, and for also we do recognize that we have parents that treat you amazing and treat us amazing and don't notice the difference, right? Mm-hmm. But there are sometimes people that don't necessarily and that's hurtful because you spend so much time loving and caring and teaching their children and then they don't want to speak to you, they want to speak to only me and that's not
2: yeah
0: that's not fair. Yeah. I agree, I hear you. Uh, yeah. You're right in
1: Okay. <laughs> Culture of environment, whether that be with how you engage in your relationships, how you maintain boundaries and standards and communication. So like theoretically if you're thinking about scenario like how are you thinking how is someone older able to aid the younger generation making sure and instilling that you have thoughtful responses that are kind but that are firm and direct by saying oh she could have answered just as well she was here all day Mm -hmm. so like being able to and like that goes to another point like when young youth voices don't feel heard like we're not given the platform or the space within that environment we're not given that that culturing of the environment to where i feel like there's thoughtful listening like you don't have to agree with everything I say, but I would like for the space to be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you can just sit with that. And I say this with every time I engage in my academic sense, when I'm asking for aid, I'm like, hey, maybe you can't provide anything but in an but or maybe you're able to aid me with advice, but like, at least you would just be able to be there. And I think that like in community and in a world that's post COVID where we have just had so much isolation, just like the community with being still and being silent with one another goes very far and I'm reading this book right now and it's all about love and how we engage in our community and how like successful young women are seeing like the most isolation they've ever seen in their life when how like there was a, like a study or like saying something like oh she'll post all of this like female art around her house so she feels a sense of community within her own isolated space and I think just like community plays so much so just like creating that culture and that space and that environment because like I like to treat people with the way you would want to be treated but I'm also like maybe they don't want to be treated the way I want to be treated so creating that space to be like how do you want to be treated can we talk about that Uh what is respectful or what do you prefer because like obviously with different dynamics and different cultures like within my friendships like I respectfully understand that's how you would want the response and even if it's like a different dynamic of how you were raised like that's not Maybe something I'm agreeing with, but like, I respect you as a person. I respect you as a friend. I respect you as a human. I'm going to listen and respect you on what you have been able to ver- like verbalize to me. And I should be able to create that culture to where you feel safe, even if we disagree.
2: I think even working with kids, especially like, we we get to see that, too, you know, mm. <clears throat> especially with the older kids. I, I mean, know. even with the younger kids, too, they let us know. They let us know what they want. And even if it's not in words, the whole
1: you know, signing moment that was so
2: powerful for
1: my,
0: like, growth. Well, I think it was, too. I think um, Iris uh, taught, Iris, when we first started working together, we had young kids, and she was big on teaching sign language, which I didn't know how much my dog wants to get out. I apologize if you hear the scratching. I don't know how much... Um, I believed in it. I knew about it. I knew studies. I had the education to back up it. But I didn't realize how much children had to communicate to us until we started teaching them. And it was simple signs. And all of a sudden, with these simple signs, these children were expressing their favorite songs. Yay. They were expressing, yes, that they wanted to hear songs again or they didn't want to hear... like they, They were able to communicate to us Mm -hmm. in such an incredible level.
2: And we're talking kids who are like at least eight months. You can start. I'd start (laughs) as early
0: as you can. That's true. So the room we were in was the youngest child we had gotten when we met was eight months. And then we kept them clear until they were about two years old. And so at eight months, they were lacking the verbal skills to communicate, which is almost no different than where you guys are. You just have verbal skills, but nobody's listening, which is such an interesting, I know, it's such an interesting <sighs> dynamic. Did you want to add to it? And then we got to wrap up. I'm so sorry, because you know, first of all, we have
3: dinner waiting. But also... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I think the only thing, Thanks, Dad. like for <laughs> advice to be better, which I think my family did do a great aspect of, is they let me be me, right? Mm-hmm. We Of course, we fought, we argued, I got in trouble, and everything went how it went. But to this day, Jonna still Jonna, right? She processes things how she processes things. She, goes through them, how she goes through them. Now, if they affect me in a way, I can let her know. But I give her that environment to choose how she's gonna continue on. And I think that's important in any dynamic of raising a child or raising a person who's going to be ready for society is, they need to know that they're okay to be them, despite the fact that many won't like it, many won't agree with it, or many will feel some type of way about it. But as long as they're respectful to themselves Mm -hmm. about it and about the idea of that person's emotions or whatever, then. There's, there's nothing wrong with them being them and being comfortable being them. And recently, that has started to venture out to my friend, right? My friend group is now having to be okay with me being me, mm-hmm. right? I'm okay with you being you and you doing whatever you do on your time, but you need to be okay that it will affect me however it affects me. I make a decision and it affects you how it affects you. I let you be you. You let me be me. Because, I mean, we're living for ourselves, so society puts a lot of you need to be like this or this or this based off of characteristics that you may share. But no, because at the end of the day, I made differently, was raised differently, experiences are different. Whether they were the same, the perception of them were different.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's actually what I I think most about you is that you have always been exactly, uniquely you, and you have not changed. (laughs) You have not changed, which um, I wish I had that strong sense of self when I was your age. It took me a long time to get there. I think your parents did a phenomenal job at raising you. They did.
3: did you guys to the brothers and sisters, though. Oh, sorry. Because they'll, 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 they'll get on my, they'll try to, hey, 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 we didn't get our credit in the video.
0: Okay, let's, I met her whole family. Her whole family has done an incredible job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> an incredible job.
0: So that did you guys want to say any last words before I kind of go into my outro? I thank you so much for coming. I thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability, your experiences, um, i think the world can learn a lot by you in these words and i pray that everybody gets a you in their life to to show them the extent of their ignorance to um expand their growth and to just have a happier life living in community with people that they didn't expect to live with
3: do you have anything else we're Sorry, so that pure. That i want to so say this thoughtful. for about them you guys were like my first i have always had girlfriends but we were all raised in kind of the same environment, so we all kind of had that same roughness to us. You guys, you know, were like my first, like for real, girly, like, wow, we really, we really girls, okay. <laughs> but that I think that made me clasp onto y'all a little bit more because it allowed me to be more feminine and okay with being that, even though I still had the roughness. It's still it's a nice blend now. It's a beautiful blend. It
0: makes me um beautifully blended. It makes me jealous, honestly, because I've I've been so girly that I'm like, how do you just have that other side to you? <laughs> okay, so, without like going into so much more, going into another Alberts podcast. I always um I like to I want to live in community. I want this to be a safe space. I want this to, the experience that they said that they've had with me makes me smile because that's what I want for everybody. I want to, this to be a place where we can talk, we can commune, we can learn from each other um, and be there for each other. So um, that being said, we are big on birthdays. We are big on birthdays, That's and crazy. you know we're big on birthdays. It's crazy, isn't That's it? Crazy. Why do you think it's crazy? You're
1: just a little thoughtful, a
0: little love bug over there. <laughs> Happy birthday. To ya! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday! So, while everybody else gets a shout out, Tess gets a song. It is going to be her birthday on Tuesday. Happy birthday! Your dad asked if
1: we all went to church today, and I thought "Mm, maybe I didn't have time. But
0: now I'm like, no, church is the people. Church is right now. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks,
3: there man. you go.
0: There <laughs> you. <laughs> I hope um, Tuesday you. is a wonderful birthday for you. it's always gonna be. Every, Every day's my birthday. Every day's your birthday. Thank <laughs> you for coming on the podcast. I love you. Thanks. Very now, nice. all the birthdays that are not here on the podcast with me, <laughs> um, we have oh, baby Nora. You guys, I don't know if you guys saw that on the uh, Instagram page. Is that? Um, we're doing our thankfulness, which we'll get into, but there's a thankful for baby Nora. Baby Nora's birthday was on the 9th. Uh, we have Debbie. Debbie's birthday was also on the 9th. Uh, we have Sarah's birthday. It was going to be on the 14th. And then we also have Tess's birthday on the 14th. Um, remember, this month we're doing gratefulness. I know we, I said we were going to have a drawing, but um, we're not today. Oh. Uh- <laughs> I'm still going to draw the names of the winners, and I will post them on Instagram. We're just not going to post them during this um, during this podcast, but I'm going to post them tomorrow. Keep submitting your uh, thankfulness. Now, here's the thing that I've learned about kind of life and social media is that a lot of times you see stuff, and you just assume other people are answering, and other people are liking, and other people are, um, are being involved in the um, reels, the stories, whatever. They're not. Be involved. I'm waiting for you. Literally you. I want to hear from you. Whether I know you, whether you're a new friend, I can't wait to meet. I want to know. I want to hear from you. So please, if you're thankful for anything, um, because also I look at my my um, Instagram reels and I'm like, are we don't we don't are we sad people to be are we like like I just swear there's so many things to be thankful for. I promise you can find one. Start. Let me know. Put them in uh, the Instagram. Our Instagram is Unwind with us too. Our email, unwind with us too at gmail. Um, I want to hear your thankfulness. Every time you enter thank- something you're thankful for, you get entered into a drawing for those stickers. That, again, thank you to Paige, who I said handwrote them. She did not handwrite them, she did them on the computer herself. So, um, and then Kelly, who um, uh, who actually made them. So thank you so much for them. Um, uh, Spotify. Ooh. Hello.
3: Spotify. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so last week i had emily on emily used to be a karaoke dj a karaoke however you say it uh she had 10 hours of songs on there right behind her though last time i checked these broads we're at seven hours of music seven hours of a whole vibe of music <laughs> so yeah. yes you uh, so look for their so pot d- there <laughs> Their uh, playlist is going to be coming out on Wednesday, so look for it. Um, It's a lot of fun. We've been listening to it for a while. Um, Yeah, that's what I got. Um, Analytics are saying that you're listening. Um, That's making me super encouraging. I know you guys probably don't know this unless you've done podcasts, but every time you listen to a podcast, I get to see where you're listening from. And there are simply people and places that are listening, and I don't know you, which makes me so excited and so encouraged, and I want to hear from you. Um, I know you're there. (laughs) <laughs> um, and, I, and I want you to be a part of this, and I'm so excited for whatever you get out of this. So thank you for listening. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys. Um, I'm just, I thank you so much for allowing me to give my little offering of this little piece of the world to you guys. I thank you for listening. I thank you guys for coming on um, and being a part of this, and I think that's all I got. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right, guys. Mwah. Until next time, I will see you later. Bye.